tell me what is the in from your perspective or the opinion of your spouse or whomever it may be what is the best thing that you've ever drawn What's up, everybody? Welcome or welcome back to a brand new episode of Sensation Nation. Today's subject is something that I love to talk about. As you can see on my shirt, it says art imitates life because I believe that I have gotten to be very fond of art and all things art. I think art is really all around us all the time. It could be drawings. It could be music, painting. It could be whatever it is that makes you you. Life is art and life can be as artistic as you make it. So I knew I wanted to talk about the subject of art. And I was trying to find someone that I could bring on, a guest that I could bring on to talk about the subject of art. And as I going through my social media, I scrolled through and I found this gentleman who is usually posting his drawings. And I was like, oh, man, that's perfect. This gentleman and I have somewhat of a connection that I, I would imagine he probably thought would not be where it is today. Uh, I'll let him talk about that. But the person that I want to bring on today to talk about art is Miles. Miles Davis. Miles, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Say, so listen, so first of all, thank you for coming on. Uh, and I want to give you an opportunity to kind of let the audience know how we know each other. All right, sir. So uh, 10 years ago this summer, actually, uh, I was a ROTC cadet in North Carolina A&T. Uh, went to Max 3 uh, field training. Uh, showed up my first day, fresh ball head in my, uh, in my blues. <laughs> like, hey, I got this. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do good. I get in there and they, uh, my field training officer interviews. It was uh, Captain Sims at the time. And I report in. I'm like, Cadet Davis reports his order. And he's like, whatever, whatever. Started <laughs> grilling me. And it was just like the most intense, scary dude I've ever seen in my life. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what have I got myself into? And uh, he said his name, I'm Captain Sims. And I called him a cadet like oh, 15 gosh. times. And he like literally came to me and was like, I'm going to throw my computer in the room. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was like him in one ear, then our uh, cadet training assistant in the other ear just like screaming at me. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be a long one. <laughs> good times. Good times. You, I, I imagine we could talk about it now. We can call it good times, but it probably didn't feel like good times Not back then. <laughs> and you know what's interesting, though, right? Um, something that, that if you want, you can share a little bit about. Interesting because you are on the opposite side, the receiving end of that type of thing. But tell the people what you do now. So I'm still in the military. Uh, I'm a captain now. I work in ROTC at my old detachment, and I'm actually going into field training to be a field training officer this summer. So I'm going to be in Captain Sam Sue's uh, yelling at a cadet who's going to call me a cadet. <laughs> uh, so I'm definitely going to be basically imitating Captain Sam the entire summer. So it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So you mentioned something about your your uh, previous detachment. It is, I think it's pretty awesome that you're actually able to go back there. Uh, you were on the receiving end of that amazing education, that amazing training, which brings you to where you are today. And now you're giving back, right? So what is, what is that alma mater? Uh, so it was North Carolina A&T, so uh, Detachment 605. So that's where I did ROTC at. But um, I was a cross-town cadet, so I was actually went to Winston-Salem State University. 
So uh, I went to school there both. So main schools that went to Salem, ROTC was at uh, North Carolina A&T. So uh, going back there, I was actually at went to Salem yesterday doing a recruiting event. So nice, uh, kind of full circle. So really nice to be back. That's awesome. That's awesome. So listen, uh, again, I didn't know that until you just said, but I can't believe it's been almost 10 years ago. That's that's pretty insane. That's that's weird. A decade. We didn't plan that conversation. That's pretty awesome, I think. <laughs> so now here we are. You were on the receiving end of some, hopefully some good training. Uh, you're doing some great things today. And here we are talking, you know, friend to friend on a podcast about a subject that I like, and it sounds like you do too. And it's the subject of art. So tell us what kind of art do you do? Uh, so I mostly do traditional art. Um, so traditional is like I draw it and like hand, like all by hand and stuff like that. So I use markers mostly. Um, so there's like digital art where it's like on like the iPad and stuff like that. I typically, I really don't know how to do that yet. So it's more traditional art. So uh, right now it's more like a hobby, something I do just to, uh, something I really enjoy doing though. Okay. So uh, that's a good point that you bring up. You know, uh, what I'm used to from what I, what I can recall is, you know, you get you some paper, you get you a pencil or whatever it may be, whatever your medium is, and you kind of draw it out. But there is mm -hmm. some modern technology today that allows you to do that on, on iPads. Uh, and you mentioned that briefly. What, what is that again? What does that involve? Uh, so it's more like digital art. So uh there's an app you can use like Procreates or Photoshop um, where you can basically do it all digitally or you can just like do a normal sketch, uh, scan it, have it on your iPad or whatever uh, device you have. And then you can put it on Photoshop, Procreates, and then you can draw it that way. So um, it eliminates mistakes. So if you do make a mistake, you can just go and erase it and it looks better. And that's typically where art is going now. Uh, more comic books and like um, people that do commissions and stuff like that, that's more on a digital side. Uh, it's, not, it's less traditional, like um, old school Disney, like back in the 50s mm. where they literally had to like hand draw everything. People really don't do that anymore. So it's more like CGI. I know AI was like a big topic a few, uh, like last year with people like stealing their arts and stuff like that. But right. um, yeah, it's more digital. So I use, I'm not in the digital world because I didn't go to school for this. So I really have no clue what I'm doing digitally. I right. tried it and it's right. like, yeah, it's not for me. So uh, I just stick with more traditional art. So I like the more old school hand by hand and everything. It takes way longer. And if you mess up, you kind of just have to figure it out or just start over. So right, um, right. that's what I enjoy. That's awesome. I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot because while you were talking, I thought of something. And if you don't know the answer, mm -hmm. that's OK, because I can't recall it right now. <clears throat> but there's this new thing that's out there where you can have these little uh, digital uh, art pictures or whatnot, and you can claim them as your own and you can sell them. It's not it's almost like cryptocurrency. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Not yeah, it, yeah. So. so now they've got these new things, and I'll have to drop it in the show notes. And it's like I developed this little digital art, and now it's mine. I own it, and it's like I'm selling my art, kind of like digital currency. And I, and I saw that one day, and I was just like, "Wow, this is this is insane!" Like you know, you can create these images, and people actually own them. So I have to look that up. Now let me ask you, how long have you been drawing? So, uh, so I've been drawing since a little kid. So uh, it's a long story. So. Started in church because when I used to go to church when I was a little kid, uh, like six or so, I used to fall asleep. <laughs> and so <laughs> my mom would uh, rip out pieces of scratch paper or whatever and just like, hey, take notes. And she was like, hey, take like three things the pastor said. And after you write your three things, you can draw. So uh, so she like I wrote my three things and I'll just start doodling and stuff like that. And she started off with like box figures like, hey, draw this box and do this and then go from there. And so it started basically in church. And then uh 
I started getting more and more into it. I had like little sketchbooks and stuff like that. And it started off with like box figures and they got better and better over the years. Uh, so I did that from around like six to uh, middle school. And then when I got into high school, I got really into football and sports. So I, um, I was always in sports, but I really got into it. So I stopped drawing as much in high school. So um, I kind of stopped for a little bit. I'll draw here and there, but nothing too serious. And then uh, got into college, didn't have a lot of time for that either. And then it was my senior year of college or on like a uh, winter break. And I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have a job at the time because I didn't, I was a contracted cadet. So I was kind of making a little bit of money. Um, <laughs> so I just, I was, I was just chilling at home during winter break. And I was like, oh, let me pick up some, let me go run down on Michael's and grab some color pencils. I'm kind of bored. So I um, started drawing. I drew a picture and then it was like, oh, this actually turned out really well. And then yeah. I was like, oh, okay, let me try it more and more. And then so, that was like 2014. That's when I started taking it serious again, uh, basically serious again, and then started grow, uh, growing from there. Um, I was trying to like just find my style. So at first I wanted to like back in 2014, I wanted to do like hyper realism where it's like I can take a picture and it looks like a real person, like a, a photograph. Hmm. I was seeing that online. So I was doing that like colored pencils and um, that was really, really hard. But uh, and so I was trying that and then I was like, oh, well, anime is cool too. So like drawing like the like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, let me try that. And then I was just bouncing around from different uh, types of things. And then I would say probably like in 2020 when the world shut down and we were like uh, quarantine. That's when I kind of want to follow my, like the style I'm at now. So um, it's more, it's not hyper-realism, but it's not like cartoons either. It's kind of like somewhere in between. I usually mostly use markers. So it kind of looks like a cartoon, but it kind of looks semi-real-ish. So I guess that's where I'm at now. So I'm trying to like just make that skill get better and better over time. So from 2020 till now, I can definitely see like the huge like jump in my skills. And um, I really like the way I'm doing art now. So I'm like continuing that now. So long story, start off in church. Uh, so my wind fall asleep and embarrass my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your, your mom's a genius. Your mom is a genius. <laughs> I, I like the fact, you know what's beautiful about that? Uh, and she did it in an artistic way. But she got you to pay attention in church for one, because you were mm -hmm. learning, you were actively learning, write down three things that the pastor said. So you're like, hey, I gotta go and do this part, so I gotta listen to do it in order to get to my art. And I think I think that, that's, that's pretty ingenious. So um, let me ask you now, what does drawing do for you? Like, how, how does it help you? How does it make you feel? Um, do you feel that it could be good for your mental health? What, what does drawing actually do for you in this case? Um, how does it do for me? So uh, it helps, like I said, mental health. Um, I'm more of a naturally introverted person. Uh, with my job, I have to talk. Uh, I'm an intelligence officer by trade, so that means briefing. And then I'm an officer, so that means I have to talk in front of people all day. So when I get home, I'm like, my uh, my social meter or like my talking meter is like low. And so it helps me is like draw, like kind of rejuvenate myself and stuff like that. So I can just like sit and just like think and like gather my thoughts for the next day or just life in general. And then uh, I'll put on some music. So um, I have a record player my wife got me a few years ago. So I like to collect records as well. So Oh, like nice. Yeah, so you do vinyl. So, you do vinyl. Yes, sir. Me I too. Vinyl. Now I got into it maybe like two years ago or so. So I like collecting um so i listen to my i listen to my records i'll uh put on a tv show that i wanted to watch uh i'll listen to music and then i'll just kind of just zone out and draw and then get to the picture and then it just helps me be creative uh, i have like a, a lot of different ideas and it's just really cool to put them on paper and it's like 
like projects I like to do is like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. I like this concept. And then I'll just like continue on with it. Um, when my daughter was first born, I was redrawn hey arnold the cartoon show mm-hmm. but i put them in like modern styles and so i was doing like all those different characters and it's like really cool to do and then when i'm like stressed out it really helps me get de-stressed <laughs> um yeah. and it helps me with like my relationship as well because like if i'm like like i said that social media is down it helps me be more for my wife as well so um she doesn't like it sometimes when i'm upstairs <laughs> drawing but when i come down i'm like heck yeah let's go let's i'm ready for you yeah, <laughs> but if yeah. i'm just like sitting there and say, uh, <laughs> so that's more for my mental health. I like that, you know, and, um, we get into our day-to-day jobs and we're always focused on the black and white, the ones and zeros, the strategy, the stuff that's like one directional, but you know, one part of our brain does that. And the other side of our brain, uh, helps us with the creativity. And so that creative side has to be exercised from time to time. In your case, it happens to be drawing, which I think is pretty awesome. So tell me, what is the, and from your perspective or the opinion of your spouse or whomever it may be, what is the best thing that you've ever drawn? Um, so it changes a lot. Um, right now, it can be the best right now. And then like next year, it can be like, oh, this is like way better. So it's like a picture I had with like, so I'm a nerd. So it was Batman and Joker. It was like a split picture, and I actually sent it to you, and I have it on my phone. So it's actually hanging up in my um, in my room or in my loft right now. But um, I would say it's like they were split in half, and like one half is like Joker, another half is like Batman, and it's like a portrait and you know, with like done with markers and uh, things like that. So it's like really cool. So I can try to show you on my phone. Sure, sure. It turns out okay, but I don't know if you can see because the glare. Oh but, man, you drew that? Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. That's yes, awesome. Sir. So I'm um, actually, and there's one other that I sent to you. So uh, uh, the show before the show starts or something like that. But yeah, um, that was kind of like one of the, the best things I drew. But I have some older drawings here. If I can show that was like the best at the time. And then it kind of just changed. So um, another yeah, let's, portrait. Let's see, what you, let's see what you like, got. Uh, yeah, let's see. So this is uh, God of War Kratos um, done with colored pencils. This was back in like 2019 i think 2018 hmm. so so that one's done uh with that one's just straight colored pencil with like a, some tone paper uh so i did that that one took for it took a pretty long time but um that's something that i guess that was cool at the time and then uh this was not like my best but kind of like what i like to do uh i just take traditional superheroes and then make them kind of look like me or like people that look like me so there's like uh, a black superhero uh, superman so <laughs> I love say, it. it's not my best but i really like how the concept is and how it came out uh this one's probably like i think i did this one back in 2020 when i started really getting to like trying to find my style so that's kind of like the last picture with superman that's kind of like my style now and i've just been you know uh getting it better from this uh through these years Nice, nice. You earlier, well, first of all, it looks like that's way more than just a hobby because, you know, (laughs) I call this podcast my hobby and I'm not the greatest at being the podcaster yet. I'm still working on it, but it looks like you've kind of mastered your trade. So it looks like it's more than just a hobby to me. And I think you're actually doing a really good job with it for sure. Um, And you mentioned earlier about it being a hobby. Now, are you part of any art clubs, anything like that? Or is it literally just solely a hobby for you? Some time to decompress and de-stress? Uh, right now, it's just solely a hobby. Um, I'm not really on any art clubs. Um, I'm also like Facebook pages where like artists share their work, and I share it more from time to time. But more, just more of a hobby. Um, like I know people's like, oh, you should try to like sell your work and stuff like that. But 
I really don't want to do that. I wanted to keep it the way it is now. So I can like, I don't have to be like put in a box basically. It's like, oh, well, you have to do this. Are you put on a deadline to do this, like do a work or something like that. Or somebody's asking to pay for it. I want it to be perfect. And if it's not like perfect, then I'm like, oh crap, I got to keep redoing it. But if it's like something I do just for fun, it's like, oh, it's not my best work. I can get better with it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I probably get bored with it because a lot of times I'll start a picture, I'll get bored with it. Uh, sure. Then I just won't go back to it. I was like, oh, I'll go back to it later. And I just never do. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to like, I don't want to make it a job. Um, I wanted to keep it different. I want to keep my like work and hobbies like separate. Um, so yeah, I don't want to become basically a job where I'm like having to do it. Sure. Oh, man. Sure. It's like, oh, they already paid me. So let me yeah. just. Yeah, you just do this. Yeah. So speaking of paying, uh, it just occurred to me what I was trying to allude to earlier about the cryptocurrency like art is actually called NFTs, the uh, non fungible tokens. And it's Mm -hmm. uh, essentially, again, your ownership of a piece of digital art and you can sell it like cryptocurrency and resell it and increase in value, things like that. So I knew it was going to come to me at some point. But I like the fact that you're doing it for the love of it, you know, you're not necessarily trying to make money off of it or whatever it may be. I, I'm going to tell you right now, cannot draw. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast helps me with my creative side and it helps me with my artistic side of the brain. But drawing is just something that I cannot do. I can't write very well. My writing is not legible, so on and so forth. And someone just said, just visualize what you're going to write and it'll look better. Mm -hmm. And so usually when I write something that looks pretty decent, it takes a lot of effort and concentration and thinking. So if there's anyone out there that's looking to maybe try to become an artist or try to draw what advice would you offer to them like how do they get started like you know what's what's something that you could offer to these folks uh i would say just do it uh don't sound like cliche but you just gotta just start doing it look at some youtube videos uh don't compare your work to other people because that's where you're going to get get messed up because when i first started drawing i was comparing it to other people like on instagram and stuff like that i can never get that uh just Compare your work to your previous work um, in YouTube. A lot of times there's like a lot of tutorials. That's kind of how I learned how to like do markers and stuff like that. Um, how to like do my colors and blends. Just watching YouTube videos. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that can help you. And just be patient. That's a lot of patience. Uh, it's going to start off and it's going to be really bad. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the bet, like your first picture and then your second one is going to get better. You're going to uh, progress like more and more and more. So I would say just just uh, have the patience, have the drive to do it. And then if something you really want to do, you can get there. And then just like the biggest thing is don't compare your work to other folks. Don't I like compare that. Your stuff to old, old I like stuff. Because I can like, I'll look back at like stuff I did as a kid and then it's like, oh, wow, that's like crazy. So the other day I actually drew a um, a picture. Uh, I saw like I was at my mom's house um, helping her out with some stuff. And I saw like an old picture I did of like a basketball player. And I don't have the picture with me now, but it's like, oh man, that's like at the time I was like, this is great. Oh, this is one of my best work. And like when I was like a 10 year old, and then I redid it um like recently. And then like, this is not my best work either, but I like redid this as a basketball player. And I'm like, nice. holy crap. Like, nice. <laughs> like you can see the difference. So right. if you know, and then if you do for like any parents out there, um, I would say if your kids start to draw, like don't be a jerk. Uh, mm-hmm, lot, mm-hmm. You might have to lie to them, but lie to them. Yeah. Say, oh, that's so good, baby. That's perfect. And then they're going to like boost your confidence. Cause, like, that's awesome. My mom still has um, like old sketches I did under her bed. Like, and I look at them, it's like a picture of Wolverine. I was like, that's supposed to be Wolverine. 
And I was like, oh, thank you for lying to me, mom, because she boosted my confidence and helped me keep going. So yeah. Um, she didn't shoot. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't shoot down your dreams. She gave you positive reinforcement. And you know, I, it's funny. Well, first of all, I really appreciate you for offering advice to the parents. You know, we're offering mm-hmm. advice to the future or potential artists out there, which I think is amazing. But I do thank you for taking the angle of uh, offering advice to the parents too, right? Because we have to motivate the people, the young ones, the kids, and not shoot their dreams down. You know, there's been those times. Of course, you hear those jokes all the time. Uh, the refrigerator art. And it's like, okay, I'm going to place this right here on the fridge. You know, what is it? You know, the macaroni art or whatever it may be. And you're right. As a parent, we got to make sure we motivate and, and hype our children up. So I want to know now, um, and this is, uh, of course, up to you. Is there any way for folks to go see your art, see your drawings, uh, any social media platforms or anything you want to offer? Um, so I mostly just post. I have an art page, but it's not really active. Um, I was supposed to my normal like personal page. Um, I can send you the uh, my my art page. Like I said, it's okay. not that active. And some of the stuff, like I'll be honest, it's not safe for work. Some of the stuff I do, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just be you know yeah mindful of that as well. Uh, sure. So I do. Um, I have like comic book art, so it's like kind of like not realistic looking folks. So just keep that in mind. Uh, so if you are are interested i can see the link so i think it's um m davis charles underscore two moment i think uh, i'm looking it up now sorry uh, no it's okay yeah, we'll, we'll, the, we'll, uh, we'll end up dropping it down in the show notes anyway at the bottom of the notes for the video so that okay. folks can click it so we'll make sure we add that down in there too so okay. um, yeah mo- yeah sir. so most of my stuff is actually just on my personal page or like my facebook so my parent like uh my family and stuff can see it Uh, but yeah, I started, like, I went into the girl, uh, Instagram following like a couple years ago and then I was just like, I kind of lost interest in it and it was just like kind of hard to do. And I was like, yeah, I really don't want to, I'm just drawing for fun. I was just like, I'm more competitive, like competing with myself. And that's like one thing I kind of wanted to mention. That's kind of great with art and why I keep it a hobby. It's more like, I'm in competition with myself to just continue getting better and growing. And so that's why I keep it as a hobby and not really as a, um, making money off of it in the future i would love to mm-hmm. um once i retire from the military and then that'll be something cool to do but i'll have to get into like more digital art yeah um i would love to like i like coloring more than actually drawing right um right. so i would love to take other people's work that's like they want the ink it and line it and do all the drawing and then i can just come in and color it because i really enjoy the coloring aspect because my drawings itself aren't the best right now but i really feel like my colors what make my what uh, Excuse me, what makes my pictures pop mm. and so that's like what i'm really into so i could if i could just like skip to like the the coloring portion of it sure. and not actually have to sketch out and draw stuff i would love to do that <laughs> so that's kind of like where if i were to make it uh not a hobby and go into like a career of it then that's kind of what i'll look into this more like coloring okay i like the fact that you also uh reminded everyone to uh, in so many words, you said, don't take it too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. And that's the beauty of art, right? You're supposed to be free. You're not supposed to be so rigid. You're not supposed to feel like you got to, you know, dot all the I's and cross all the T's and stay within the lines and things like that. You know, because growing up, we were taught so much of staying color in the lines, you know, and things like that. And I, I think that did teach us a great skill, you know, staying in the lines, if you will, uh, metaphorically. But at the same time, 
today's art is uh, all in the eye of the beholder, right? And, 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 and it depends on how you look at it, right? One person may see something one way and another person may see something a different way. And again, I think that goes back to, to the art imitates life because we have to make sure that we just don't take things so seriously. It's the artistic side of life. It's the artistic side of the things that we do. And uh, I personally uh, want to say thank you and I appreciate you for coming on to kind of share your viewpoints. Uh, any any last uh, final thoughts you want to share with the audience? Uh, so yeah, you made saying like, it does like the great thing about art, you don't have to stay in the lines, you can kind of make it the way you want. And then that's kind of what I learned uh, when I was watching some YouTube videos. One of my favorite artists on uh, on YouTube, I think his name is ADC Art Attack. It's kind of a funny name, but um, <laughs> he was basically saying like, art should be fun. And so it shouldn't, you know, feel like work. Right. And so like, if you mess up, you can, with great thing with art, if you mess up and doesn't go the way you want, you can just like kind of go around it or make it better. Or you can just start over and then just go from there. Um, nice. And that's one thing I learned. I don't want to make it more military, but that's one thing I learned from being in Intel school when I'm giving stand up, giving briefings. It's like they don't know what you don't know. That's right. So that's right. That's if, right. If you if you mess up something, they don't know that you messed up. So, <laughs> and then it's the same with art. It's like, oh man, that didn't go the way I wanted it. Unless it's like crazy, unless you give somebody like six fingers, then they don't know that you yeah, that wasn't supposed to look the way it looked. So right. that's the great thing about art. So you can just make it the way you want and just have fun with it. That's if you going back to like for any advice for people that starting off with drawing. Just have fun. Mm -hmm. If it's not fun, then, you know, it. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, it yeah. should be fun. So yeah, then maybe, maybe, maybe you should do some some other things if it's mm -hmm. not as fun for you. And I, and again, as you said, if it feels like work, then it might not necessarily be the hobby that you should be pursuing. And kind of mm -hmm. again, uh, as you mentioned, you know, they don't know what you don't know, and it's like, yeah, I meant to do that. I meant to do it just like <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> so art does imitate life, and uh, in life, if something doesn't go exactly the way you want it to, same thing in life. You can start over uh, just like art, right? And so color within the lines, yeah, if that's what you're charged to do, but at the same time, be free. It should not feel like work. So Miles, before I let you go, I like mm -hmm. to end every single episode of my fun little question uh, opportunity, and it's called, mm -hmm. what is your preference? And it's 10 questions, a speed round of whatever comes to your mind. And so I'm mm -hmm. gonna hit you with the first question, question number one, when it comes to pizza, should you have fruit on your pizza? Or nah? No. <laughs> no, no fruit on a pizza. Now, I, I remember you said something about being in Hawaii at one point in time. So mm -hmm. you're not a Hawaiian pizza fan? No, nah, I had it once. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm more of a savory guy anyway. So Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Basketball greatness. You mentioned something about you being into sports. Mm -hmm. uh, you're in North Carolina. Keep in mind. Yes, sir. Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. LeBron James. Michael Jordan. Can I explain though? No. Please, you so absolutely gonna, can. Of course, Michael Jordan. I'm a I'm an older millennial. I grew up, you know, Michael Jordan was the best in my opinion, but I don't want to like put down LeBron James either. I feel like it should be one A, one B. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't like I don't want to put down LeBron James because he's great as well. And I'm sure. And I'm a Miami Heat fan. So okay. it was before LeBron got there as well. So okay. Uh, I, I like I like the asterisk. Okay. It's okay. It's okay to have the asterisk on there. I, it's so funny when I ask that question, but it puts people in a weird position sometimes. <laughs> yes, sir. So books, audio or paperback? Uh, paper. Okay. All right. Uh, physically fit. I know you're already physically fit based on the job that you do. When you go to the gym, do you prefer leg day or do you prefer arm day? 
uh, arm day. <laughs> arm day as well. Same here. I, I usually stay away from the legs. That's why they look about this big. Um, none of the above is quite okay for this next one. But in the case you have a day or, or if you consume alcoholic beverages, would you prefer a strong cocktail or a glass of wine? Uh, a seltzer. <laughs> Sel seltzer it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Communication. Question number seven. Are you a texter or are you kind of like, hey, don't send me a text. I need you to pick up the phone and give me a call. Uh, texter. <laughs> texter, same. Okay, travel. Um, would you rather take a nice long road trip or just hop on an airplane and go somewhere? Oh, airplane. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I, hate, I hate road trips. <laughs> <laughs> likewise, likewise, especially if I'm driving. That's not my mm -hmm. thing. And uh, I'm never, always driving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, man, I'll get sleepy. I could sleep on an airplane. Most of the time when I get on an airplane, I, I never recall when the airplane takes off. I'm usually asleep before it even takes off. <laughs> Question number eight, attire. Are you kind of a t-shirt kind of guy or do you prefer wearing a nice polo? A uh, t-shirt. Okay. And this is going to be interesting for you. Question number nine. When it comes to, uh, let's just say, out of these two, your favorite hero, would you choose Superman or would you choose Iron Man? I'm going to go with Superman because I am a DC fan. Okay. More than Marvel. Uh, I can have a whole other podcast about that. But <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a DC fan, so I, I sit with Superman. Okay, I like it. Make sure you go watch my podcast about movies. Uh, there was a good conversation about Marvel versus DC on there. Uh, and then last but not least, you already answered this early on, which I think is awesome. When it comes to music, music, do you prefer digital music or do you prefer vinyl? So at first it was digital, but now I'm actually going leaning towards vinyl. I like um, it. I like to go and just like physically go and find stuff. Uh, I don't know if I can have time but that yet a uh after just like a record store in Winston-Salem where I live in North Carolina and um I was looking for this Trial Cloud Quest the Low End Theory album forever because I have their first album and I have Midnight Marauders but I don't have the second one so I've been like trying to find the second one and then and I was like going through it's like get prepping myself for disappointment because I saw I was, like, Midnight Theory I saw people distinctive travels I was like oh, of course and I saw Low End Theory and it's like the only one left I was like oh, oh nice <laughs> so nice I really, I really enjoy that Nice. That's good. Hey, Miles, let me just say again, thank you for taking some time to spend it here on Simstation Nation. I'm proud of you for, first of all, uh, to go from, you know, being on the receiving end of some good training and now you're out there giving it back and, and, and developing some productive members of society. Something that you referenced earlier was that, hey, I'm a nerd. And, you know, I think being a nerd is cool today. So I, I think that's a good opportunity to express the artistic side of yourself. Being a nerd is actually in. It is a cool thing to be in the current day and time. So thank you for sharing your philosophy and your perspective on art. I hope this is going to help someone and just not just necessarily from a drawing perspective, but uh, allowing people to know that, hey, if you mess up, it's okay. You can start over or you can just let it be how you want it to be. So I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in with us here on Sensation Nation. Until next time, I'm out.